Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley, good to be with you today. And lots planned for you. Lots going on. We still have our eye on the uh, Oklahoma search. We still, I mean, we still care about them. They're leaving us uh, soon, but uh, still kind of interested. Still keep an eye on the Sooners to see what they're up to. And um, from the Rivals family of networks, Eddie Radosevich will be joining us at 420 today. And uh, Eddie has, uh, Eddie's really um, distinguished himself during this search and during all the stuff that's going on. And I kind of get a kick out of Eddie. He's got all kinds of videos and stuff that he does he's been looking for the bus stops the local bus stops eddie um this is basically i don't know if they, if they would let me do it who's our rivals guy uh aaron sexton is that um that would be kevin longquist do you, can you imagine if kevin was doing all this goofiness like showing up and with binoculars and hanging out on the baylor campus and climbing trees <laughs> Isn't it funny to imagine Longquist in that role? Uh, but um, but I like this guy. I I think uh, I know people are shocked that with my approach that I would admire someone who was a little bit of a clown. Uh, but I mean that in a nice way. It sounds like when you say somebody's a clown, that sounds negative sometimes. I actually mean it it is a positive way. And uh, we will have Eddie Radosovic. On at 4.20 today. At 5 p.m. today, we will have John Mashoda from the Athletic. He's at the Superdome. Now, when will we be at the Superdome? Well, I would imagine the flagship ESPN Central Texas will be there for the Sugar Bowl. The Sugar Bowl. And uh, that'll be uh, January 1st, and we'll go rolling into town and do our thing. I'll be eating beignets, hanging out at Jackson Square, drinking coffee, Cafe du Monde. Cafe du Monde. Um, Aaron, have you spent any time in New Orleans? Have not. Been to Louisiana a couple times to visit relatives, but uh, not New Orleans. I like how you talk, Aaron. Sometimes you just... The, the relatives. I mean, it's just like you're very official. I mean, I, I, I just, I mean <laughs> I've like, been to Alexandria, Louisiana, on multiple occasions, but I've never okay. been. Okay. And I've been to uh, I've been to Bossier City, but uh, never to Baton Rouge. Did you ever? Um, or or New Orleans? No, New Orleans. Or New Orleans. Either one. I of them. wasn't asking about Baton Rouge. Well, you know, that's the other co- that's the other college. Hey, what uh, have you ever been to Gary's Fried Chicken in in uh, Alexandria, Louisiana? You ever remember that place, Gary's Fried Chicken? I do not, you no. St- you still have family in Alexandria or not? I haven't went s- since I, I was probably, I haven't gone since I was probably about 13 or 14. Did you hear me under my breath? 
Oh yeah, or I always you just hear correct you yourself. <laughs> Gosh, that's the worst. I literally was trying to do it under my breath. I heard you. Oh my! <laughs> but you're God. right, I, and I hate when I when, when I uh, <laughs> misspeak okay. like that. Uh, so feel know. free to correct. No, I I don't want to be that guy. But that one, the went. I know you're 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 too good at all this to do that. So I just that's why I yeah. Right now, my sister, if she's listening, is just like I'm known as the grammar police in the. Uh, in the family, I, can I know see that, that shocks you. Yeah, I know no, that shocks no, it you. doesn't. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had a shirt at one point that said, uh, a T-shirt that said, "I'm silently correcting your grammar." <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Aaron. That's uh, that's one I probably should just put away. I don't know where it is, but Aaron, um, I wasn't silent enough on that time. Now let me say this: the Bears. I mean, it's happening quickly. Aaron, let me see if I can confirm. My sources have today being Thursday. Is that accurate? That is correct. Thursday. Okay. Um, so then tomorrow, ooh, and 420 tomorrow, we do have Sean McDonough, who is uh, McDonough. He is the – he's going to be doing the play-by-play for ESP actually it'll be on ABC but he's an ESPN guy and in fact he was the Monday Night Football for a little while I liked him on Monday Night Football he's very understated I like I like understated folks when they're calling play-by-play and they just kind of give the and, and of course Monday Night Football they're like oh let's try let's try Jason Witten and um, Joe Tessitore and Booger and that, that lasted the last a season, even the last two seasons. I mean, that was rough. And then now they've got. What do you think about this current Monday Night Football? By the way, I always love our folks to weigh in on CNC Collision Center text line two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Again, any time today, I'm always checking it. Aaron's checking it to see what you guys are up to. Uh, you can always text in if you hear something that you agree with or disagree with. And we reserve the right to read your comment on the air. It's 254-662-1660. Aaron, do you like the current Monday Night Football crew of... Who's our guy? Steve Steve Levy is the play-by-play. Brian Greasy and then um, our man Lewis Riddick. Is the other uh, the other guy? Uh, Monday Night Football. When we were growing up, of course, always had the three man booth. You had uh, Howard Cosell, Gifford, and Dandy Don. And then at some point, Deerdorf got in there. But the the Cosell, um, and then maybe at some point you'd go down to the sideline. Either OJ was down there. At one point, they tried Eric Dickerson. I like Melissa Stark. I actually liked her later on in Monday Night Football. But um, Aaron, do you? Is this current Monday Night Football, does it do anything for you? Uh, no. Um, and they're not bad. You know, I mean, they're not my least favorite or my favorite. They're probably yeah. about right in the middle. Um, but I'm just so used to those great Monday Night crews that that probably yeah. has me a little jaded as far as they're concerned. You know, they do a good job. They're just not yeah. – there. there's no greats on there, I don't think. Yeah. Okay, if you had to choose between – Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, or Romo and Jim Nance, or um, who am I missing? Who's the other? Oh, 
Did I say Joe Buck and Troy Aikman yet? No, I haven't. So Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, those are the three number one crews right now in in all of uh, to go along with the Monday Night Football we just mentioned. How would you rank those, Aaron? If if the 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 Fox team, the NBC team with Al Michaels, or the uh, Ro- the Nance and Romo, how would you rank those? those current uh, broadcast teams? I would put Nance and Romo first. I think they're easily the best. Um, And I would put Al Michaels first easily if I didn't dislike his color guy so much. He just, oh, he just rubs me the wrong way. I just don't. Everything is generic and, 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 I don't know. I don't like Collinsworth. But I would still put them second just because Al Al Michaels is so good. And then I would put Joe Buck and Troy Eggman third. Okay. All right. Very, very interesting there. I wonder what our people think. Interestingly, you got two Cowboys quarterbacks in the top three, and and um, you know that's the way it is. Cowboys are going to dominate in the broadcast world, and um, that's why like a guy like Jason Witten gets a chance, even though he, <laughs> I could have told him. I mean, I love Jason. I really do. He's great, and he's smart, and he's a great guy to have on as a guest. But to do to be on like a lead analyst role on Monday Night Football, it was gonna it was not gonna work. I mean, and, and then you put the total wrong team around him too. But uh, I'm anxious to see what our people think. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. How would you rank all four of those crews we just mentioned? And I bet, I bet they will agree with you that Jim Nance and Romo are number one. And I hope so, since Romo makes seventeen million dollars a year. My gosh, I mean, you better be the best. For $17 million a year, you need, you need to be good. And he is. He is. Tony's done a, Tony's done a good job. All right. Um, lots going on right now. Uh, we're starting to hear things. And let's see here. I was just seeing something, some information coming from Ed Werder, my podcast partner, and a guy who comes on with us on ESPN Central Texas some. Interim Cowboys head coach Dan Quinn told him that wide receiver Amari Cooper and defensive end Demarcus Lawrence will have their playing time managed initially and adjustments to their roles altered based on how they respond physically. Cowboys want to maximize the impact of each, even if roles are limited tonight. Now, what do I expect? I would say of those two, honestly, Amari because of the COVID is a, is a bigger wild card. I, I think, I think, I think Demarcus is going to be okay, and I think once he gets out there, and as long as he shows that he can kind of stand up and and do whatever he needs to do, they're going to keep keep him in the ball game. So I would say early on, you you probably have to manage and watch Amari even a little closer than Demarcus, but. Uh, Aaron, that's good information. It's good to have our guy Ed Werder out there. Ed will be uh, late into the night. He he texted me earlier, um, Aaron, and he said it's going to be very very late tonight. Do you think that bothers me, Aaron? The no. fact that I was up at like <laughs> five in the morning doing stuff from uh, from France. No, no, that does not bother me that much. Although I might, I might do it from home. I'm thinking about tonight. I don't like. I don't like driving to the studio at like two, three, four in the morning. I just it feels like 
it feels like bad things can happen when you're on the road at that time of night. I mean, do you ever notice that, Stephen, when bad things happen to athletes and all, whether it be DUI or whatever? I'm not saying I'm going to be drinking. I don't know if Stephen does, but I do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I understand. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, it still hurts, but I understand. Wait, what are you saying? What you, are you, <laughs> you called me Stephen. Oh, did I? Oh, sorry. I just kept right on going. <laughs> no, that's no, funny. That's okay. I was like, wait, what's Aaron saying? Okay. Um, yes, I'm sorry. It, old habits die hard. So that's some interesting news there. Now, Aaron, get ready for the Schmaltz's trivia question of the week. Do we have any fanfare or something, Aaron? Look on the board there. Is there anything like we could fire off like a break let's do the breaking news sound we haven't been doing that enough lately. yeah there it is okay this is the schmaltz's trivia question of the week if you win this you get two free sandwiches to my favorite sandwich shop in the state of texas definitely central texas um wonderful sandwiches okay here's how you win you i'm going to give the question and the first person to text us to 254 662-1660, and don't call. I mean, I usually love for you to call, but don't call because the, the texters always win. All right, you'll want to use your text. 254-662-1660. That's the CNC Collision Center text line. All right, here's the trivia question. Baylor and... Oklahoma State are facing off in the Big 12 title game. Since it's the first game, Big 12 title game, that does not feature either OU or Texas, either OU or Texas, in a long time. Name the year and name the last game that did not feature either a UT or OU team involved. I want the teams, and I want the year. For the last time, the Big 12 title game featured somebody not OU or Texas. Okay? Obviously, that is going to happen Saturday when Baylor and Oklahoma State square off. When is the last time that neither UT or OU uh, were involved in the Big 12 title game. I want the year. I want to, and you know, if you really want to show off, you can give me the MVP of that of that game, of the M, the offensive MVP. Um, I say offensive. I think it was just the total MVP, but I know he was the offensive MVP of that game. And and uh, one of my buddies. The greatness of UBO, Sean Hunt, was kind of consulting with me, helping me out a little bit. I was This game was formulating in my head, and I, I called Sean, UBO, for a little help. Aaron, do we already have a winner? We don't have one yet. Can I guess what? off mic what it is, and you tell me if I'm correct? <laughs> off mic. I love it. Make sure, well, I don't want to give it away just in case I know. I'm right. I know. Yeah, Make yeah. sure you're in my ear and not over the ear. Okay, let, let me hear it. Yeah, you got it, buddy. All right, I'm pretty proud of myself. Yeah, I mean, do you want those two sandwiches? <laughs> no, I mean, can, I'm good. We're going to give, we them give it to Aaron. <laughs> okay, um, Aaron did know it off the top of his head, and that was good. That was good. But you got to go back. You got to go back away. Some people were text or uh, 
Googling as we speak. Um, and again, the question is, the last time a Big 12 matchup did not feature either Texas or Oklahoma leading up to this one between the Bears and the Pokes. We have a few guesses. I will say we don't have a correct guess yet. Dang it. What year are they guessing? Are they, has anybody gotten the year right? No, they're guessing a little late. I'll put. I'll, I'll give that. Oh, they're hint. they're late. Yeah, they're yeah, late. A little after. I, I just hope Sean and I didn't have the wrong. I think we're right though. I think. No, we're I right just I thing. just double checked too. You so. did good. Yeah. Good. You don't want to give a trivia question and then have the wrong have the wrong answer. It's never great. Oh, we have a winner. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. No, we don't. Oh, no, no. <laughs> how bad? How bad did they miss it? Um. Did they get close one year, to the one year? team? They got one of the teams. Yes. And did they get the right year? No, they they were oh, close, no. but okay. they were in the ballpark. I just you, saw the first team, and I was like, "Oh, they probably got." Yeah. As a hint, should I give the year? You think I should give the year, or should we just let people oh, keep guessing? No, we got a winner now. Uh, oh, two five four uh, doesn't have a uh, name, but they did guess correctly that it was Kansas you. State and A and M in nineteen ninety eight. And did you, uh, Aaron? The one thing you didn't say in my ear, you did not say the MVP of that game. Do you? Do you know who that was? Without looking, it was the. No, I don't actually. A and M running back Sir Parker. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did not know so, that. All right. Text uh, 254 back. I know you are already. And let them know they've won. And get their name. I like to give their name. You win a Schmaltz's. Two Schmaltz's sandwiches. One of my favorite sandwich shops in the United States. All right. Next, we go to Norman, Oklahoma. Eddie Radosevich rivals Sooner Scoop. We talk to him about the Oklahoma search next. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy skies and pretty mild conditions tonight. Low temperatures only falling to 58 degrees. Tomorrow, watch out for fog in the morning. That fog will slowly burn off by mid to late morning, leaving us with sun and clouds in 77 and partly sunny on Saturday with a 20% chance of rain and a high of 77. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor women's basketball all season long with Derek Smith and Sophia Young Malcolm on ESPN Central Texas. The now fifth ranked Bears back home in the Farrell Center Saturday evening hosting the Missouri Tigers. 630 for the countdown to tip off 7 p.m. tip off Saturday. Baylor Big 12 women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Aderhold Funeral Home has been helping families cope with the loss of a loved one for well over 100 years. The Payne family has owned and operated the funeral home since 1963 and for three generations. The cornerstones of our service since that time have been and continue to be faith, family, compassion, and community. We are grateful to be a part of and work with the West community and surrounding areas. Thoughtful service is a Payne family tradition. Aderhold's owners and staff are proud supporters of the West Trojans. Let's go Trojans! 
Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Tom and Ward, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? Well, you don't have to. La Fiesta is hiring. Come join the family-owned and operated Best Mexican Restaurant in Waco, home of the famous Purple Margarita and famous Chili Con Queso. Join the La Fiesta family today. Great money and flexible with your schedule. Call us today at 254-292-2411 or come by 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. You can also apply online at lafiesta.com. Be a part of the La Fiesta. Family. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Don't let pain and sports injuries keep you on the sidelines. Talk with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group Providence Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. You'll discover personalized orthopedic care for kids and adults from minimally invasive to advanced surgical options and the support of physical therapy during recovery. Our doctors and care teams listen to understand you and deliver the care that's right for you at every step. Request an appointment at ascension.org slash Providence TX Sports Med. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Cowboys on Thursday night football tonight versus the Saints. Cowboys should be at full strength tonight with the offense and get some help on defense with Demarcus Lawrence back on the D-line. Cowboys have lost their last five Thursday games. Kickoff at 7:20, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The college football playoff committee were unable to come to an agreement on the expansion of the playoffs. The talks were tabled for now. Major League Baseball locked out its players last night as the two sides could not come together. It's the first lockout since the 90s. First and second rounds of the NCAA Volleyball Championship in the Farrell Center today and tomorrow, starting with Northern Colorado versus Washington State, followed by Texas A&M Corpus Christi versus Baylor tonight at 7 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas rolling along on a Thursday getting ready for the Big 12 title game and a guy that I've really started to enjoy following on Twitter Eddie Radosevich joining us and uh, staff writer videographer for uh, Sooner Scoop of the Rivals uh, Network and Eddie I, I gotta say you're doing a good service for the Sooners because you're you're, you kind of keep things light at a time when every, lots of panic, lots of angst, lots of bitterness. And uh, I think you give people uh, something to kind of, you know, laugh about occasionally. Because if not, Eddie, I mean, this, this has been a pretty – this has been one of the uh, – I cannot remember a rougher time uh, in, the, uh, in, in the history of Oklahoma football. <laughs> hey, Matt, uh, what's going on? I appreciate it. <laughs> No, I mean, it, it is. And if you can't laugh at the situation that Oklahoma's been in, and, you know, basically I think there's some fans that would tell you over the last four or five months, really, since the season began, uh, 
I don't think that you have much of a sense of the humor. Uh, it's it's been wild, uh, you know, since the last I guess five days since Oklahoma's uh, regular season got over, basically uh, with the loss to uh, Oklahoma State up in Stillwater. It's been a whirlwind, and I think that there's a bunch of Oklahoma fans that are obviously not used to uh, having the Big 12 championship week off, uh, and and particularly <laughs> without a head coach. So it's been been rather interesting and uh you know for a fan base that is usually pretty knowledgeable about uh you know the happenings on a football field they're ready to jump at anything right now and uh so it's been it's been fun but at the same time i think there's a, it's, it's it's been trying for a lot of people as well i was looking at a picture of you here and and man you've got some major hair going does uh <laughs> Has has Gundy ever admired your mullet? I mean, I'm always kind of wondering if Gundy and even Lincoln Riley, if they and, and of course I've tried to uh, over the years do similar things to what you do I, uh, with my approach. And sometimes coaches love it, sometimes they don't quite appreciate it. Do Gundy and Riley have they seemed to uh, warm up to you over the years, or what has your <laughs> what has your relationship been like with those guys? You know, I don't see Mike a whole lot. Um, you know, obviously covering Oklahoma, we don't get up to mm-hmm. uh, Stillwater too often. It's just been for uh, Bedlam football games and things like that. But, uh, you know, it, it's kind of interesting that you asked that because I think that that's kind of what a lot of people are feeling out with uh, Lincoln Riley. Just, you know, I, I don't know if there's a whole lot of people that ever uh, got on the insider, the inner circle of uh, Lincoln Riley. And I think that, you know, I think that's why – while it was just shocking, surprising, blindsided uh, type feeling, uh, when the news breaks on Sunday, you kind of step back and you go, hmm, I don't know if anybody ever really truly knew this guy after seven years. Uh, you know, I, I think my colleagues in the media aren't, we're not too, uh, I, I guess, depressed about him leaving just in terms of the access that we were given to the program mm. over the last five years. You know, Bob was really shut down. Uh-oh. Did we drop him? I think we may have lost him. Hold on, let me see. We'll try to get him back real he quick. May, he may still be rolling, and he doesn't know he's dropped. Eddie Radosevich from Rivals joining us on the Matt Mosley Show. Yeah, Aaron will try to uh, reconnect to Eddie. Um, I mean, it, his Sooners could have, like, tried to cut off his phone or something. They could be, uh, they could be trying to... Uh, to to mess with us here, he was really making some good points. So I'm I'm hating that uh, I'm hating that we dropped him, Aaron. As we uh, speak, Aaron, can we hear the phone call? I always like hearing you just dial dial it up and see. But let's see if we can get back through to Eddie. I fear Eddie's like still continuing to give an answer <laughs> as we speak. But uh, Aaron is endeavoring to uh, get him back on. Uh, you can find if you're a Sooners fan or you just kind of enjoy this whole coaching carousel sooner scoop.com is uh is where you can read his work and uh he does a lot of cool like videos and that kind of thing and uh aaron is aaron what are we how are we doing he's here? back oh good eddie i'm sorry i hope you didn't i was worried you went <laughs> on and yeah you uh I was wor- I'm, I'm at a uh, university of oklahoma board of regents meeting i'm over here at the uh, oklahoma health science center i think we're being silenced i think we're being uh i think we're being censored by the man right now is what's happening yeah yeah it's exactly what i said about Lincoln rally around here and they get you going 
Yeah, they have intercepted our call. Now, you do have, <laughs> looks like you've uh, obtained a nice uh, picture of the regents meeting. Now, I don't know if it's like Baylor. At Baylor, they have, like, too many regents. There's, like, 35, and you can imagine when the whole scandal went down, that's just way too many people. And I read something about Miami today, and they said they had, like, 59. <laughs> they had 59 people, like, involved in Gosh. trying to decide if – I mean, like, does it take that many people – to figure out that Manny Diaz might not be the greatest head coach. <laughs> like, I, I don't really no. think it. But the uh, – what, what do we think the regents, though, are they – I mean, that's that's got to be an interesting process because I'm sure there are other things that they were going to need to talk about. But obviously this sure. has become – this has become line one with everybody. Um, what do you what do you think the sort of attitude is between the, the – among the power brokers of, of the Sooners right now? Yeah, you know, I, I, I think that there's a lot of, uh, I, I think I would classify it as probably uh, guided anger. Uh, you know, I, I think that there's a lot of people, uh, you know, whether it be uh, regents, whether it be administrators in Norman, uh, you know, I think you could even include Joe Castiglione and you could definitely include Bob Stoops in the group that are a little bit uh, betrayed maybe. Uh, just mm. as far as the way that things went down. Uh, and, you know, I, I think at, in saying that as well, that, you know, while there's some blame that lies at the feet of Lincoln Riley, I'm sure that there's some blame that lies at the feet of the athletic administration. And in and, and being so blindsided by the news come Sunday morning. And, uh, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, there's a lot of people that are connected with Oklahoma that feel like Lincoln Riley was handed a program that Bob Stoops has built for the last 20, 25 years. And, um, you know, in a way, uh, you know, kind of tried to burn it down on the way out of town. And I think that there's a lot of people that feel like that, whether it be, uh, you know, not just the way that he, he left in, in taking some assistance and flipping a 2022 recruiting class and, and, and the fallout that comes with that. But, uh, you know, I, I think that they just feel like they were a little betrayed uh, by Lincoln and, and the way that he kind of turns his back on the university and, and, and not not just the university, but turns his back on. Uh, a guy in Bob Stoops that kind of mentored him over the last couple of years. You know, I think there's a lot of people that kind of kind of forget that, uh, you know, Lincoln took over from at Oklahoma when he was 32 years old, 32, 33 years old. He's only 38. He's still relatively young as a head coach. Uh, and I think that there's just a lot of people that were hurt by the way that everything went down. And I think they feel like it was a reflection and you know, maybe a kind of a little bit of a middle finger uh, towards Bob. Mm-hmm. So I, I know that he's pretty angry about the situation. Uh, you know, if, if you saw the, uh, the the press clippings and the, the press conference that they had on Monday, uh, you know, that's about as fired up as you're going to see Bob in a, in a true public setting, uh, you know, trying to rally his fan base and obviously uh, the rest of the university. So it's, uh, again, it's, it's been interesting. And I think for a lot of people too, uh, just the fact that nobody has been through this, uh, you know, the, over at Sooner Scoop, they've been, up and running for 20 years and outside of maybe having to find a defense coordinator here and there, uh, nobody's really covered a, uh, a coaching search, uh, at least on the football side of things. And, yeah. uh, you know, I think for a lot of people, just the unknown and the uncertainty, uh, you know, kind of eats at people. Eddie Radosevich of the Rivals Network covers OU uh, and does a great job on it on uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Are you telling me the uh, – the Porter Moser search that did not generate quite this much activity. I mean, I the the, the 
the uh, the feeling I get from watching, I'm watching one of your videos right now of Moser at that OU game hopping up over some chairs. Don't don't you almost feel like certain guys right now feel like they're trying to carry? Like poor Caleb Williams is basically in charge of the future of Oklahoma, it seems. Your buddy Jason Kersey writing about that. Like, well, they, yep. if they keep him, maybe we don't have to shut down the whole school. Um, and so no pressure at all for, for him. And then Moser, who may have acted like this anyway, but um, by the way, I've called him. This may be unfair. I have been referring to him as the cockiest coach in America. I just – something about the tight shirts – and the reaction, and he may be the nicest, he may be the greatest guy ever, and I hope he is. But so far from afar, I've got him down as the cockiest coach, uh, at least in the Big 12. All right? Uh, I but I don't I uh, see that. Yeah. Miltoff yeah. may be a little bit more arrogant than, uh, yeah. than than Porter, but, you know, we're still trying to kind of get used to and, and know Porter. And, you know, as far as being the nicest guy, I don't know if there's anybody that's ever going to replace Long Kruger as the nicest mm. person that's ever stepped foot on the University of Oklahoma campus. He, uh, you know, they actually honored him at halftime of the game last night. And, uh, you know, Porter definitely brings a lot of energy. There is no doubt about that. What you see is what you get. He, uh, We've gone to a couple of his practices, and just the way that he coaches is a little bit more of an in-your-face style uses a little bit more colorful language than uh, than I ever heard of from Long Kruger in the 10 years that he was on the bench for Oklahoma. So um, it's kind of fun. It's a little bit different than what we were used to uh, as far as the Long Kruger era goes. And, uh, you know, I, I think that there's a lot of people that, you know, for the first time in, I guess, since the pre-pandemic years, uh, it felt like there was an atmosphere at the Lloyd Noble Center last night. And, uh, you know, I, I think that his energy has certainly caught on uh, through the campus. And, uh, getting a win over a top 15 Florida team last night was certainly kind of uh, what the doctor ordered just in terms yeah. of an Oklahoma fan base needing something to cheer for. So uh, it's been it's been pretty good. And, you know, I I think that's why when you get into like the coaching side of things and where Oklahoma is going to go with the, the football side, it's kind of interesting. I, I think that there's a there's a lot of reasons to think that they would turn to a Brent Venables uh, because it is so comfortable, because it is. Uh, you know, there is familiarity there with the uh, the Oklahoma fan base, with the Norman community. And, uh, you know, that's kind of where we are today is just kind of – I think there's a lot of people that felt like it was going to be done by the end of the week. And now yeah. we're sitting here on Thursday evening and going, well, I guess we're kind of back to square one. But that's kind of how Joe Castiglione wants it. When he went out and got Porter Moser, there was nobody that thought he was going to be able to go up to uh, Chicago and get him. And it was because – uh, you know, I, I think that Indiana was already out there. Uh, he didn't leave at the opportunity or didn't leave Loyola at the opportunity to go to Bloomington. And I, I think that there was just a lot of people that didn't think it was possible. And I, I think that, you know, that's one of the reasons why you feel like, uh, you know, there's a lot of people in Norman that feel like, uh, you know, Joe Castiglione is going to go get somebody that, you know, is going to kind of rally everybody and, and bring a lot of stability, which, uh, you know, I think that football program and that office needs right now. Did it, did it seem like the Matt Rule name, and obviously that thing's kind of got shot down uh, now. Sure. But did, did that get folks stirred up a little bit? Uh, you know, obviously what he did at Baylor and then going to the NFL, um, he's, he seemingly has been a hot name for several years now. Did that kind of uh, wild card NFL-type name get people going? I mean, I think we've always thought the Cliff Kingsbury thing seemed a little out there because of uh, 
uh, where Cliff is and the success he's having right now. But did the Matt Rule thing get people uh, going a little bit? Yeah, you know, I, hopefully Cliff Kingsbury is going to give uh, Adam Schefter a little bit of that cut of the new contract that he gets after he uh, <laughs> wraps up uh, getting coach of the year in the NFL and the, the runs that they're going to have with Skyler throughout the back end of the schedule in the playoffs. But, yeah, I mean, Matt Rule, I think, you know, if you hold Oklahoma fans, uh, you know, I, I think that you would go in 85, 90 percentile that would have said that would have been a dream scenario. Uh if they were able to get them, I think that there's a certain level of toughness that Oklahoma fans hope to get back into the Oklahoma program. I think there's a certain level of toughness that uh, even some of the assistant coaches that aren't going to make the trek out West with Lincoln Riley, whether it be a DeMarco Murray or a Joe John Finley or guys that are you know still in Norman for now. I think there's uh, some, some decisions to be made ahead here in the next few days for a couple of those guys. But, you know, I, they would have loved, uh, you know, that opportunity. I think that Brent Venables brings kind of the same thing. Dan Lanning even maybe uh, brings something in, in way of toughness back into the program that maybe I, some people feel like has been lost over the last, uh, you know, five years. And I think that maybe maybe it's a crutch, uh, maybe it's an excuse, but I think that when you look at the, you know, I guess the, the failures that Oklahoma's had in the college football playoff are coming up short. Uh, and not playing for a national title, I think that people feel like it hasn't been because the uh, the program isn't tough enough. They haven't been able to play on the same level of, uh, you know, some of those upper, upper echelon teams in the SEC. And, uh, you know, as they make that move into the Southeastern Conference, I think that, um, you know, there's a lot of people that, it, that you know, ha- know the reality that they need to make that jump. They're going to have to make that jump or they could really be in a tough spot. So, it's it, it's kind of interesting as, uh, yeah. as they make this move into the SEC. I think Joe Castiglione knows that uh, you know they need to bring a toughness. They need to bring uh, you know somebody in that. And this hire is such a big hire that uh, they don't want to end up like in Nebraska, and they don't want to look like uh, you know some of the uh, some of the teams that have made jumps into new conferences and then all of a sudden uh, fallen into mediocrity. And you know, for Oklahoma fans, they went ten and two this year, and you would think that they went you know, two and nine. So it's been interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Well, listen, you're doing a great job. We appreciate it. And uh, my longtime Dallas buddy um, in, in, in Dallas radio, Corby Davidson, he says very nice things about you and is a big fan of yours as well. So keep, keep up the great work. And I hope at some point you guys get to rest a little bit. I've noticed uh, Barry Trammell, uh, another longtime buddy of mine. I mean, Y'all's hair, y'all have not had time to go to the barber. His hair looked a little <laughs> strange, i got to be honest, uh, when he was at that Baylor game. So um, hopefully everybody can kind of get their lives back uh, uh, their lives back soon. So, uh, Eddie, thanks for doing this. Absolutely, Matt. We appreciate it anytime. It's been, you know, I would say that I don't, it's kind of like ship. It's like something that you go through that you probably never want to do again. So might as well make the best of it. So we appreciate it, and we will uh, talk to you all later. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm only a Fiji once. I don't want to go back and try to redo that experience. Uh, hey, Perge, there, I'm a Fiji as well, so that's good. Hey, hey, Purge. Okay, uh, it is uh, Eddie Radosevich uh, from Rivals. I knew there was a reason we were going to hit it off. Uh, we are long-lost fraternity brothers. Uh, and uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show. It is time now for Campus. Confidential. Baylor men's basketball all season long. The Bears back in action Saturday in the Farrell Center hosting Arkansas Pine Bluff. 
3.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 4 p.m. tip-off Saturday for Baylor basketball on 104.9 FM. The home of the defending Big 12 and national champion Baylor Bears. The one stop for all your farm and ranch supplies is McGregor General Store. They are an official Purina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets. McGregor General Store also boasts a clothing line for your family that is fresh, modern, and in demand. You'll find the brands you want at prices you'll love. Including boots from Area and Twisted Edge. Shoes from Hey Dude. And clothing from Huey, Wrangler, Rock and Roll, and Scent. Go by and see Courtney, Amy, and the gang at McGregor General Store on Highway 84 in McGregor. Would you like to make an impact on the lives of children by helping build a strong foundation for their education? A degree or certificate through McLennan Community College Child Studies and Education Program can put you on the path to a rewarding career in the teaching field. Start your career while continuing to take classes that can apply to a bachelor's degree. Find out how to get started today at mclennan.edu or contact us at 254-299-8786. The Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer Boys.com. With the holidays right around the corner, your extra spending doesn't have to cost you more. The new Mars Rewards checking account from InCommons Bank is the perfect choice for the holiday season. Use your debit card to earn rewards and refer friends to get money back in your pocket. Learn more at InCommonsBank.com Mars. Member FDIC. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, Diamore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. The Mart Panther Club proudly supports all Mart High School students in all sports by raising money to ensure that student athletes have the equipment and the tools needed to compete at the highest level. Ask how you can get involved with the Mart Panther Club. The Mart Panther Club wishes the best of luck to the eight-time state champion Mart Panther football team in their quest for another state title. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Cowboys on Thursday night football tonight versus the Saints. Cowboys should be at full strength tonight with the offense and get some help on defense with Demarcus Lawrence back on the D-line. Cowboys have lost their last five Thursday games. Kickoff at 7:20, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The college football playoff committee were unable to come to an agreement on the expansion of the playoffs. The talks were tabled for now. Major League Baseball locked out its players last night as the two sides could not come together. It's the first lockout since the 90s. First and second rounds of the NCAA Volleyball Championship in the Farrell Center today and tomorrow, starting with Northern Colorado versus Washington State, followed by Texas A&M Corpus Christi versus Baylor tonight at 7 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, and it is Campus Confidential. Some good information on the Sooners. This has been your number one stop for all coaching information. Great guest. Had the great Eric Nadell on with us yesterday. Longtime Hall of Fame voice of the Rangers. There is a reason. Uh, folks are, are, are flocking to us in the afternoon, and we appreciate it. Radio that's actually on the radio. How about that? Uh, okay, Aaron, why don't you give us the latest in Campus Confidential? Sure thing, Matt. Appreciate it. The uh, postseason yeah. awards are coming out. Uh, the uh, coaches' awards came out today for the Big 12, and as you would expect, a bunch of Baylor players with honors. Um, Jalen Petrie was named the Conference Defensive Player of the Year by the coaches. Tristan Ebner, the Special Teams Player of the Year. Siaki Ika uh, was the Newcomer of the Year, and Connor Galvin was Offensive Lineman of the Year. Now, Coach of the Year was, do you know this, or do you want to guess? No, I did see it. I did see it, and I was frustrated, but, you know, I get it. I, I think probably Whoever has the best record, they just go ahead and give it to them. But I mean, I, you know, I, I part of me thinks that, you know, and the answer that Aaron is, uh, go ahead and give the answer, Aaron. Well, it was Mike Gundy, the Oklahoma State coach, who they've had a great season. He's a great coach, but it obviously should have been Coach Aranda. And when I was talking with John about it, have you ever seen like people that should have won Oscars multiple times and never did, and then they get an Oscar for a role that probably didn't deserve to win? is more of a Lifetime Achievement Award. I think this is kind of a Lifetime Achievement Coach of the Year, maybe, for Coach Gundy, because I don't I don't see how you could vote for anyone but Coach Aranda with the turnaround that's happened here yeah. at Baylor. I mean, yeah. he, he had a great year, but they were, they were expected to finish third or fourth preseason anyway. You know, they weren't expected to be bad this year. Uh, Baylor was uh, preseason picked eighth in the league, I believe. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, it, could you have a, you know, depending on what happens with uh, Luke Fickle here, but could you, uh, in Cincinnati, because I think because they've gone undefeated, there's going to be a tendency, and, and of course, Georgia with what Kirby Smart's done. But, I mean, really, Dave Aranda should be the national coach of the year. The way they used to do it is if a team like Baylor back in 1974 went from being really bad to to having a great 
you know, breakout season and winning the Southwest Conference, I mean, they understood that. And, and I believe Grant Taft was named National Coach of the Year. Um, I, I'm pretty sure. I don't exactly know who did that. It might have been AP or whoever. But he was. And now it seems like they take kind of the, the easier path, which is to say, okay, who's undefeated and who's in the playoff? Like, and they, it's like they won't put the coach of the year outside of the playoff. They really should. I mean, they really should. Dave Aranda is the best, has done the best coaching job in the country. Same as, um, quite frankly, Rule did the, um, the year, uh, that his third season at Baylor. I mean, I thought he could have been uh, national coach of the year. So, I, uh, Aaron, we might ought to have Eddie on more often. Now, it may have been because of that picture we used. I hope Eddie's not mad at us. But uh, since you put that up six minutes ago, like, look, uh, when you get a chance, Aaron, after this, uh, after this segment, look at how many people have liked it. Like, I, I, we had Bob Stoops on recently. We have Drew Pearson on. You know, we have, we have a lot of big names on this show. It's what we do. But, like, this guy, the Eddie Radosevich interview is getting a huge amount of hits. <laughs> and it could have something to do with the picture we chose. I feel like part of me feels like we, we kind of did, we did old uh, Eddie wrong. But, uh, but it is a funny picture. And he's a funny guy, so I think he'll be okay Yeah, with I it. think he gets it. He, he, I, yeah. I did text him, let him know it was up on Twitter. So I think he appreciated okay. it. Uh, the right. uh, the uh, college football playoff committee met yesterday and guess what they were unable to come to a consensus on expanding the playoffs big 12 commissioner bob bowlsby said quote i thought there was a chance we'd get to the end today we didn't and there were good and appropriate reasons why we didn't the cfp's board of managers were unable to agree on an expanded format and instead we'll meet again in january at the national championship game in indianapolis Um, they were considering a 12-team proposal that includes uh, and that's kind of where the sticking point was. SEC Commissioner Greg, Greg Sankey said, I'm prepared to head a direction. Others are not. At some point, we have to make decisions. I came here ready to make a decision, but I understand the need to do some more work, so I'll respect my colleagues in that regard. If the playoff is going to expand in time for the 2024 season, CFP Executive Director Bill Hancock has said repeatedly des- the decision needs to be made by January. There'd have to be unanimous agreements. Playoff doesn't expand until 2026, though. Yeah. They would have a blank slate, and I think that's what the SEC and Greg Sankey wants. That way yeah, yeah, they can exactly. dictate the terms, which – I mean, wake me up, Aaron, when they figure something out. I mean, isn't this, isn't this maddening? And, and, you know, it's funny, Aaron, you ever watch this, uh, like, Nicole Auerbach or whoever, they fly these people in for these meetings, and they never decide anything, and they hand out a stupid, like, press release – all right, we talked, but we didn't figure anything out. Can you imagine, like, spending all that money to put your reporters up in a hotel and flying them in every time, and then they never say anything? But you have to be there on the off chance that they do. I mean, it, it's really become kind of embarrassing. And, uh, and, and, and part of the reason is, Aaron, and I didn't mean to cut you off, I, I just don't, don't you think part of the problem is they don't trust each other? Like you're sending, you got Bob Bowlesby, you know, who's a Big 12 commissioner, and he he doesn't even want to be there with Greg Sankey. Greg Sankey pulled some, you know, thing off behind his back, humiliated him, and then he's got to go hole up and meet with him. I mean, do you think he really wants to 
work hard at trying to help Sankey with anything? Yeah, and the, the major sticking point, and, and Sankey even said, he, he, he said, I quote, he said, quote, I was part of a group that brought forward a recommendation of six conference champions and the six best remaining teams, or I can stay at four. That's basically he's saying either we go to 12 or they're not voting for it. And uh, a, lot of the, a lot of the smaller leagues who know that they're not going to get two teams in uh, don't want the revenue divided up that much. They want eight teams with six qualifiers. He wants 12 teams with six qualifiers because he knows that with the way everything goes and with as far as, you know, how the committee determines who's in the top 12 and with the success that they had, that the SEC would usually get three or four teams in every year, whereas smaller conferences would get their guaranteed, maybe the guaranteed bid, uh, but they wouldn't have much of a chance of getting an at-large bid most years. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I mean, are, are you Aaron? Let me know uh, how much how shocked you are that the SEC might be trying to steer this. I mean, these folks don't act in the greater good, so it's always funny when you like name all these people. Okay, we've named so and so to serve on this committee. Well, what do they want? They all show up and try to help themselves. It's like this idiot committee that they put together. You don't think the Big Ten people are on there like doing everything in the world they can? Well, maybe we can work Ohio, Ohio State. Back up in there. I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're like always like uh, – so this thought that we can have anybody be truly independent thinkers, these are the a- athletic directors of these schools. I'd be saying the same thing. I mean, I, obviously, Mac Rhodes is an upstanding guy. But if he was showing up at the – you know, representing the big the, – uh, the, you know, on the committee, I mean – how is he going to show up and not lead with his love and passion for Baylor? I mean, he that's that's they, they can't do it. I mean, it's, it's just sort of the whole thing is is a little bit of silliness. So expand the thing, get it to where they are. But in the end, believe me, you, the SEC will get whatever it wants. Yeah. Okay? And, well, because the, the main point is, and I think he's saying it without saying it, but I think that the smaller conferences realize – He's saying, look, either you agree to the 12 teams or we'll stay t- at four teams until yeah. 2026. And if we do that, come 2026, the only automatic qualifiers are going to come from the big conferences. Yes, so absolutely. That's, absolutely. That's, what, what else do you have? I, I just – this kind of thing no, uh, I understand. with all these commissioners, you know, <laughs> I get tired of it. Yes, yes. Uh, what Nebra- else is on your plate? Nebra- Record-setting Nebraska quarterback Adrian Martinez, a three-time captain and a uh, – Three-year starter at Nebraska has entered the NCAA's football NCAA's football transfer portal today. Martinez is listed as a graduate transfer. He made 38 starts for the Huskers over his four-year career, including the first 11 games this year before shoulder injury sidelined him uh, for last week's finale against Iowa. So the guy that had been the face of the Nebraska program, not that it had much of a face as, as bad as they've been. I mean, I guess the coach, Scott Frost, would be but he he if you ask me what two things I know about Nebraska football right now or three I would say they're not very good Scott Frost is the quarter is the coach and Adrian Martinez is the uh, quarterback but he will not be back he's transferring yeah I always feel like they like he followed somebody named what Taylor Martinez or somebody like there's another (laughs) they had somebody else uh, either another Adrian or another Martinez because I'm always calling the wrong, the other guy. The 
I, all I know is they don't win much. So I, I always thought this guy was pretty talented, and he did some good things, and he would have long runs, but they just aren't very good. So I, I think Nebraska will somehow be okay, and they'll go on next year and win five or six games <laughs> and fire Scott Frost because that's, that's really what they're – you know, I mean, if they, they would love to be like one of these schools that they could fire – could afford to fire their coach. Um, and they just couldn't. They, all they could do was fire all their assistants – and then give their coach a pay cut. And, and that you, if you talk about embarrassing, one of the blue blood programs in the country stumbling into the gates like that, that's pretty embarrassing. Um, good stuff. Good stuff, Aaron. Uh, always, you can hear um, all our Campus Confidential at 440 every afternoon. All right, it is time, 5 o'clock now, and we're going to go to New Orleans, to the Superdome, and talk with Cowboys beat writer John Mashoda. That is next. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It was that tweet that I sent out of Lincoln Riley kicking a field goal to make it 66-33 at the end of that game against Baylor in 2018. Aaron, that thing has now been shared close to 6,000 times. Through various sources, I understand now that uh, Matt Rule enjoyed the tweet. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m on ESPN Central Texas. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. The one stop for your farm and ranch supplies is Bar None Country Store. They are an official Purina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets, Bar None Country Store also has fencing products and panels with gates and culverts, plus a good selection of deer feed and feeders. They also have the latest styles of men and women's clothing, plus those comfortable shoes from Hey Dude. Go by and see Paula, Chelsea, and the gang at Bar None Country Store, 7991 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Hobbs Bobbitt Fibers is now hiring team members and operators for its production team. They specialize in developing and manufacturing specialty non-woven products for automotive, industrial, and consumer markets. Pay starts at $11 to $14 per hour with potential to increase after probationary period. Health insurance, 401k, monthly bonus potential. Apply in person or online at HobbsBondedFibers.com. Call Elizabeth Sawyers at 254-741-0040 to check the status of your employment and let her know you heard about the job on this radio station. That's 254-741-0040. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Randy and Dennis, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. In the morning, it felt like I was standing on marbles on my heel. Working at an amusement park and being on my feet all day long. Extreme pain every day. Trying so many different things over the counter, none of it worked. When I went into the Goodfeet store, the fitting was all about me. She brought out these two little art supports, tried them on, walked around the store with them, and immediately felt better. It's amazing. Your day becomes better and the sun shines. You know, it's a good life. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life 
starts with good feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Additional sponsors include Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley rolling into uh, Thursday. Big 12 title game on the way. And uh, it's usually at uh, AT&T Stadium where I'll run into an old friend of mine, John Mishota from, uh, from The Athletic. Used to be at the Dallas Morning News. And, uh, John, I, I guess you'll probably, you know, you're focused on the Cowboys, so you will not come see my Baylor Bears in person, although you should, as they get ready to play for the Big 12 championship. Right now, you come to us from the Superdome. Uh, they're in New Orleans. First of all, uh, John, welcome back to the program. And is New Orleans, like, is it, do, do the people care that New Orleans is struggling? Does it feel like less of a buildup? to this game or because it's the Cowboys is there still a little buzz in that town oh yeah because it's the Cowboys there's definitely a buzz just hanging out down here last night you can just tell like there's just so many Cowboys fans that whether they live in New Orleans or in the surrounding area or they just come over because it's only an hour flight uh there's just so many Cowboys fans here and then obviously the Saints fans are passionate about their team and uh no there are a lot of a lot of smack talking going on, especially on my walk to my hotel to uh, to the stadium today. So, uh, no, I, I think that you're in touch. Uh, Saints fans understand that uh, they're uh, probably not going to win this game. At least that's what they think, having to go with Taysom Hill, not having Elvin Kamara, not having their starting offensive tackles. I think they understand uh, that it's probably not a great spot for them. Uh, but I, I certainly see them as, as being uh, still motivated. This this place is still going to be rocking like any other Superdome, especially on a Thursday night like this. And uh, to your earlier point, I am rooting for your Baylor Bears because especially with everything that went down with Brian Kelly, I, I'd like to see Baylor win and uh, Notre Dame get, get into that college football playoff and maybe win a game and, and see what see what happens there. So I'm rooting for Baylor. Hey, thank you. Thank you for being behind the Bears. I know part of that, uh, you you gave other reasons, but the main part is your friendship with me and your support, uh, your support of me. I would hope that would, would be the main reason. No, now, John, I would yeah. say, hold on. I would say my, my, my friendship with you, I'll put at number one. Number yes. two would be that I want to see Notre Dame get in uh, to the playoff. And then three would be that uh, I'm a pretty big fan of Dave Aranda. So, sorry, go on. <laughs> nice, nice. You'd, you'd probably like to see him at your alma mater, Florida State, at some point. But, um We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hopefully that will not happen. Now, I, I'm, you had something about an hour ago on Twitter about the officially uh, – the Cowboys have officially activated Demarcus Lawrence uh, from injured reserve. Everybody's been waiting on this. You've written a million times. Uh, he's on the way back. Okay, reinforcements are on the way, and he's here. Now, between uh, Demarcus and Amari Cooper – sort of knowing their status going into this game. And Amari has been out of practice. He did make the trip and is expected to play. Who do you think will make the most impact? I know it's hard to predict because 
they obviously are coming back from different things. I guess, in my mind, Lawrence has been practicing more, so maybe we should expect more from him. I, I don't know. How do you view that? No, I think it's definitely Lawrence. And the reason why I say that is because of some of the, not just some, all of the injuries that they have on that Saints offense and the fact that, you know, I think that he probably, there's a chance maybe he could have come back a week or, week or two ago. But but just with his injury, Randy Gregory's, Neville Gallimore's, like you can tell that Mike McCarthy has been very cautious with guys dealing with injuries. And they, he didn't want to bring him back until that foot was completely healed. And so now that it's healed, and going against a backup, whether he's on the left side or the right side, he's going to be going against a backup offensive tackle. And he hasn't played since week one. I mean, having him and having Micah Parsons out there together with how well Micah Parsons is playing, you have them rushing from opposite ends with how banged up the Saints team is. As much as we, not just the current Cowboys team, but I feel like we talk about the Cowboys for the last decade being so, you know, offense first. Like, can they win a game where just their defense shuts down the other team's offense and, and they put it on the defense. Like uh, my, my thing is watching that Sunday night game last Sunday night, Lamar Jackson throws four picks. The Ravens still find a way to win. It's like if Dak throws two picks, it's like the Cowboys don't win. They, he's done it 12 times. The Cowboys have lost 10 of those games. Lamar wow. has thrown two or more picks in eight games and the Ravens have won six of those. Like at what point does the defense step up and win one of these games for them? Uh, this could be the night that that finally happens. But because of that, and then because of the fact that Amari Cooper, I just don't know how healthy he's going to be out there. He was a limited uh, participant in practice yesterday. And Mike McCarthy just said on Tuesday that he still wasn't, you know, he still was dealing with a little bit of a cough and, and still some effects of, of having COVID. So I don't know if he's going to be anything more than a decoy out there uh, tonight. So I'm def- I would definitely say to answer your questions, Lauren. Okay. Uh, John Machota joining us from The Athletic on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. I, I, I just – there's a lot of things. I, I saw one of the beat writers for um, New Orleans had earlier today. I, I, you probably saw one of this. It may have been from The Athletic. You guys have the, the world covered. I miss doing these. I feel like you and I could do quite a roundtable. By the way, I was looking, John, in, in this. Um, Catherine, she seems very nice. Catherine uh, Terrell, or Terrell, who covers the Saints. And this is how it started. Uh, she said, have you actually gotten any sleep this week, John? I feel like there's Cowboys news every few hours. I mean, Catherine was worried kind of about your well-being. So I do like the chemistry that you and Catherine had. I, but I, I don't know what you gathered from talking to her and looking into. We both know that Sean Payton loves beating the Cowboys, and he loves putting his best foot forward. He just does not have anywhere close to his full complement of players. Isn't it funny to think, how much you've talked about, oh, Cowboys don't have their head coach. They don't have this player. They don't have that player. And then they go in and play a team that's way more compromised than they are. And quite honestly, i got to say it, are they that compromised at head coach? I mean, I, it, that sounds mean, but you know a lot of Cowboys fans are thinking that. How are you viewing Dan Quinn as the head coach tonight? And, and, and what, do you, what do you think the – do you think that's going to be like a big change for the Cowboys? What do, what do you what, what are your thoughts around that? Well, I certainly think the defense is like all the players across the board are a big fan of him, and I expect them to play very well for him, similar to the way they played against the Falcons for him not that not that long ago. And so, uh, because of that, though, and you bring up a, a point that you know however you want to put it, there is some truth to the way fans are going to feel about this. If the Cowboys just blow out the Saints, 
there's going to be Cowboys fans that are going to be critical of Mike McCarthy and maybe not just Cowboys fans, but, you know, analysts and, and such that, well, look at what Dan Quinn did with this team and whatnot. But I can tell you that that's not going to matter at all. Like Mike McCarthy's not going anywhere. So uh, he's the head coach. Uh, but it would have been interesting, though, if it would have been Kellen Moore that got to be the head coach for this game and if they would have played well. Because there's already was that notion earlier in the year when the offense was clicking that you can't let Kellen Moore leave. So uh, make him the head coach. And it's like, well, you're not just going to replace a guy that has the experience that Mike McCarthy has, especially if Kellen Moore has that good of a year then that means that the team's probably played pretty well. I mean, I just can't even think of a time that a team was like, yeah, we're getting rid of our head coach, but we're, we're elevating our offensive coordinator after you made the playoffs and got to, let's say, the NFC Championship game. I mean, I just don't see how that happens. But, no, this will be an interesting game to see how Dan Quinn handles everything on the sideline. Obviously, he's coached here many a times with the Falcons and that. Um, I, I, I think I think, he, I think the guys are going to play for him. I really do. I think that that was a, a no-brainer to make him the head coach for this game. Uh, they have other defensive assistants that that can step up up in the box, whereas on the offensive side, I don't know if you need to be pulling Kellen Moore away from being OC when you're already down your offensive line coach, you're down your assistant offensive line coach, your tight ends coach is your offensive line coach for this game. Like I don't need you, I don't think you need to be moving more offensive coaches around. So I thought it was the right decision, and, and that is something that certainly everybody will be paying attention to. But uh, my from talking to Catherine about it, I, I don't get the sense that Saints fans are that worried about Dan Quinn. Yeah, um, do you, can you kind of paint a picture? What do you think Mike's going to be? He has to cut off communication once the game starts. I guess he's quarantining in that hotel room. We think he may have moved into the Omni Hotel. I don't know if we've completely confirmed that. Um, I guess you could go by the front desk and ask to speak to Mike. Um, do you uh, do you think Mike's just going to be – I mean, he can't he, – he's got COVID. He can't be running around. He can't be out at Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, do you just kind of picture him in his hotel room? Isn't that kind of sad to think about poor Mike just in the hotel watching his team play, helpless, can't really do anything, can't communicate with anybody? Oh, yeah, no no question. I mean, I think that's all he's going to have to do is going to have to watch it on TV and then take notes. And that's, I mean, I guess that's just what you have to do. I mean, obviously the Saints team's coaching staff was hit pretty hard earlier this year. I mean, heck, they were hit hard uh, having to move the team to Dallas for over a month. Uh, so yeah, it sucks. Um, but I guess that, yeah, that's what he's got to do. He's going to have to just watch from the hotel room. Uh, and I, I, yeah, I, I mean, when this first happened, I mean, the first thing that crossed my mind was, I don't know if you remember that Liberty, I think it was Liberty where the coach couldn't coach in the game or something because he was something, I think he, he injured his leg or something. And he, yeah. he was up in the hospital bed overlooking, the, the field and there was an ESPN shot of him up there and he's like waving down to the guys and he's like what is going on here but no no Mike won't be doing any of that and even if the game was at AT&T Stadium he wouldn't I mean he still has to quarantine and where he's at so um, I think the biggest thing with him is that he, he is vaccinated so I think it was the whole thing is just hoping that he'll only have to miss this one game because they don't have another one until the following Sunday uh, you know against Washington so yeah I'd I don't know exactly. I don't have the details on that. I guess if I was a better reporter, I would. But I, I'm just picturing him. He just has to watch it on TV like a lot of other people, and he's just going to have to take notes, and that's, that's going to be it. Let me just say, Catherine Terrell would know this, okay? I just want to go ahead and get that, get that on the <laughs> record. <laughs> um, John, have a good game, okay? I'll be on Twitter. I'll be surfing around, get various podcasts to do late tonight. If there's anything you need or you want to check in with me, or you want to do like our own roundtable, feel free. And we don't even have to do all the 
pregame stuff like, John, how's your week going? I mean, my <laughs> gosh, I thought that was like a date or something had broken out. But anyway, um, John, good to visit with you. Have a, have a great night there. And then tonight, I know you got to probably fly out early in the morning, but r- run down to that old Absinthe House on Bourbon Street. That's a neat – because that place has been there since like the 1700s, and it just has some character to it. And uh, you can kind of get back in there very, very dark. Uh, and get you a little bit of absinthe. Just give that stuff a try. It's really, it's. I think it's good for you, as long as you you know drink it in moderation. But uh, but give that place a look later later this evening if you get a chance. No, I, I will, and I actually I might do it right after the game, and I might just go back to my hotel room after that and write. It might improve uh, the product yeah. that I put out. But uh, no, this yeah. that's the best thing about this city is really it's it, you, like the character, like you said, the people watching. It's uh, there's not many like it. I've, I've I've enjoyed it. I got in pretty early yesterday and. Uh, some nice weather out, good walking around. I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. I One of those years I had my wife with me, and uh, we came out of our hotel room. Uh, I was covering a Cowboys game. And who do you think was our next-door neighbor in the hotel? None other than Clarence Hill, Jr. And <laughs> oh, I was just geez. like, oh, great. Oh, great. <laughs> and, of course, Clarence yeah, was- had all sorts of comments, you know. Things he uh, was acting like he was hearing and all that, but uh, uh, all right, geez. all right, John. Tell everybody I said hey, and uh, I'll talk to you when you get back. <laughs> Sounds good. Have a good night. All right, John Mashoda, uh, coming to us uh, live from the Superdome. The Superdome. Aaron, I used to be, um, we used to be a guy named Ian Fitzsimmons. I think he's on ESPN now, and I used to do radio with him. And I'd be at these games, and he'd have me on, and he'd always ask the same thing, Matt. Uh, What's the mood? What's the mood there? I don't. It'd always be like five hours before the game, like nobody was around. It was quiet. I'd be like, "Oh, there's no mood." I'd have to. I'd have to like try to, you know, basically come up with something. But he loved to ask that same question, Matt. What's the mood? What's the mood there? Somebody will ask me that on uh, Saturday morning. What's the mood at AT and T Stadium? Well, it's six thirty a.m. I don't know. There's not nobody. There's really no mood. I'm in a bad mood. All right, um, lots coming up, um, and uh, we're going to let you hear a little bit from the athletic director, uh, the director of athletics for Baylor University, Mac Rhodes. That is next. Dr. Rao Ali has been helping Central Texans at Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsborough with necks, backs, arms, and really any part of the body that aches. Call Dr. Rao Ali, 469-562-4188. Now time for a Cowboys update. Hey everyone, with the Game Day Report, I'm Christy Scales in downtown New Orleans where the Cowboys and Saints tee it up tonight with Dallas getting two key offensive pieces back in the fold. Details after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. 
Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Hello from New Orleans, where the Cowboys, who've lost three of their last four games, take on the Saints, who've dropped four straight. The good news for Dallas is their top two receivers could be available for Dak in the passing attack tonight. C.D. Lamb returns after missing last week with a concussion, and yesterday Amari Cooper was activated from the COVID list. Lamb's glad to have Cooper back after he missed the last two games. That's exciting. Obviously having my guy next to me, making the crazy plays and crazy routes that he's done. You know, we miss it. I'm looking forward to seeing him back. But uh, we definitely go out, going out there with our best foot forward. Kickoff is 7:20 Central, and defensive coordinator Dan Quinn will fill in for head coach Mike McCarthy, who misses the game because of COVID. With the boys in the Big Easy, I'm Christy Scales. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. If you suffer from chronic pain, whether it's neck or back, arthritis, migraines, or any part of your body, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali is a board-certified pain specialist that offers his services to Central Texans from Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro. He can find the best treatment to help you improve daily function and increase your quality of life. Call Dr. Rao Ali for an appointment, 469-562-4188. That number again, 469-562-4188. Aderhold Funeral Home has been helping families cope with the loss of a loved one for well over 100 years. The Payne family has owned and operated the funeral home since 1963 and for three generations. The cornerstones of our service since that time have been and continue to be faith, family, compassion, and community. We are grateful to be a part of and work with the West community and surrounding areas. Thoughtful service is a Payne family tradition. Aderhold's owners and staff are proud supporters of the West Trojans. Let's go Trojans! The voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Auto Check Collision and Repair of West and Classic Towing supports the West Trojan football team in 2021. Auto Check Collision and Repair is located at 309 East Oak Street and the staff has over 100 years of experience. Auto Check Collision and Repair is an ICAR Gold Class Certified Facility. What's that mean to you? Well, it means that everybody working on your vehicle has the most up-to-date training available. And don't forget about Classic Towing for all your towing needs. It's Auto Check Collision and Repair and Classic Towing of West. Give them a call at 254-826-3762. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy skies and pretty mild conditions tonight. Low temperatures only falling to 58 degrees. Tomorrow, watch out for fog in the morning. That fog will slowly burn off by mid to late morning, leaving us with sun and clouds in 77 and partly sunny on Saturday with a 20% chance of rain and a high of 77. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group. Highway 6 and Imperial, come by and see what makes them different. 
Cowboys on Thursday night football tonight versus the Saints. Cowboys should be at full strength tonight with the offense and get some help on defense with Demarcus Lawrence back on the D-line. Cowboys have lost their last five Thursday games. Kickoff at 7:20, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The college football playoff committee were unable to come to an agreement on the expansion of the playoffs. The talks were tabled for now. Major League Baseball locked out its players last night as the two sides could not come together. It's the first lockout since the 90s. First and second rounds of the NCAA Volleyball Championship in the Farrell Center today and tomorrow, starting with Northern Colorado versus Washington State, followed by Texas A&M Corpus Christi versus Baylor tonight at 7 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Mosley, it's me. I promise I'm not going to leave you anymore. Although I think people loved hearing from Simcox and in Aaron Sexton, uh, as much as I have to, I mean, I have to admit it. I don't hate to admit it because I, I like you guys. And uh, and I don't want to leave and leave people in a lurch. And in with Simcox and Aaron Sexton, I left people in good hands. And so uh, that was really cool to, uh, to get to have you guys on the air. Now, Aaron, I can't pretend I was listening because I was in, I was overseas traveling around. But I, I heard good things. I know you all did some good work. And then, of course, we had uh, Curtis on with you. Well, that one day I was doing some radio with you. And always good to have uh, Curtis uh, Quillen on. And we'll have Chillin' with Quillen tomorrow. In addition, at 420, we'll have uh, Sean McDonough. All right? And uh, that will be, uh, be kind of cool. All right. I do have a number that I need to send you. So you can call our man Tom Nesbitt, Aaron, remind me. In fact, I'm, I'm texting that to you as we speak, and we're going to attempt to get, like, two different people on. So sometimes people, I know even our program director probably says, Mosley, he's not talking enough high school football. Well, I love high school football, and I do talk it sometimes, not as much as Tom, but that's okay. We can have different personalities on the station. But Crawford, I love Crawford. I love, the, uh, I love what they're doing I like this Marlin matchup coming up. And so the uh, the play-by-play man and the color analyst for uh, the radio for these uh, uh, for these fine, for this fine Crawford team, uh, and that would be Tom Nesbitt and Brian Fonville are going to hop on with us here in about 10 minutes. Okay? And, uh, and we'll get those guys on. And, my gosh, Aaron, people are just texting us from every which direction. Aaron, look at the text line, see if there's anything – we need to uh, cover, but uh, I'm loving the fact that earlier today we had uh, we had uh, Eddie Radosevich on, and that thing has gotten a ton of play among all our Sooners followers. And I guess people that follow me on Twitter or whatever and follow um, I, I follow Eddie, when you mentioned it, um, Aaron, they have gone crazy over that one interview we did. So Radosevich is really doing well right now with uh with what he's doing okay Aaron real quick here though I want to hear a little bit about um this is this is some Mac Rhodes and I understand he did that coaches show with none other than um our own John Morris and and I've been wanting to get Mac on but but you know we'll get Mac on soon 
but I kind of wanted to hear what he was thinking. And then, Aaron, as I understand it, the one of the first things that came up was preseason expectations. Preseason expectations was was broached, and this was uh, – here is uh, Mac Rhodes talking about that. Yeah, I, I think, you know, realistically, you know, as, as I look back to – remember back to the, the, the summer and all the, the conversations that, that Coach Aranda and I had, you know, I, I think there was an expectation to, to be bowl eligible and uh, to, you know, win six, seven, eight – and thought that that could be very real, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and again, those, there's some uncontrollables there, injuries, and all of those those different things. But uh, we we thought that was that was realistic. But uh, to exceed those expectations and uh, to you know win win ten and and you know beat beat some rivals like like Texas at home and and um, and uh, to beat you know OU at, at at home, you know those those things probably exceeded exceeded expectations and again you know i think we're we're all you know people that you know glasses is half full um but just trying to measure reality and and coming off what was a really really hard year and and not to make excuses but for a first time head coach to to walk into that and and uh you know really try to develop and and form relationships you know electronically through through zoom and and no spring practice and and uh, you, you just – it was hard to ever get your feet really planted. And, uh, you know, Coach Aranda said this, um, and uh, I, I know he said it publicly, but I, I think for so much of the year last year he felt like a like a stepfather rather than, than the father of the, the program. And I, I feel like that transitioned toward toward the end of the – end of the year where where uh, our, our student athletes our young men really began to, to to buy into who he was as a person first and foremost and then uh who he is as a as a coach and uh in that trust level begin to begin to build and so um he's he's done a great job and and then i i think you know as a as a as a first year head coach it's it's hard um when you when you maybe make some hires that didn't work out the way you thought you thought that uh, that they would, and and uh, there there's some, and, and I've been around it that um, uh, don't have the humility to to, to admit that mm-hmm. and uh, and to make change, and and uh, and so he made some tough decisions, and uh, and uh, I was I was proud of him for, for for doing that, and those aren't easy, those impact lives and and people's families, but uh, you know he did what was best for our, our for our program, and and uh, I think you know what we we experienced this this regular season. Is a is a result of it. Yeah. I, I think as you listen to Mac, that a lot of that did come true, and and he had to be wondering, like everybody else, okay, what am I watching last year? It just didn't. He he didn't get a full shot to be with the players. He didn't get to. I mean, that was just strange. And so fortunately, got the do over this year, and it just looked like every reason. Mac and, and Baylor decided to hire Aranda came shining through. And and the impact and everything he got to do, it just it just and, and get he got those hires right. He got the hires right on offense. That was bad. I mean and it was it, it may not even be fair to Fedora and Wickline, some of those other guys. Some of that's or I should I don't even know if I'm is Wickline, who am I talking about? Oh, uh George uh, Munoz was the passing game coordinator. 
I, I don't even know if it's totally fair to them. It, bottom line is it just didn't work. And Dave Aranda had the presence of mind to go, okay, this isn't working. I've got to make a quick change. And he does not do that lightly. You can tell he handles himself with a great deal of empathy. He cares about other coaches. He cares about families. And that's a rough thing to have to do is to immediately fire people. I think in Munoz's case, he knew he could probably go right back to LSU. I don't know where Fedora is. I, I don't know. But uh, I think that's a. I think it's a I think it's a very interesting process and we'll hear more from Mac Rhodes as uh, as we get closer to game day as the Bears get ready to take on the Oklahoma State Pokes is Gary going to play? I got some thoughts on that perhaps. But next, let's talk a little high school football and let's talk to the broadcasters of Crawford as they get ready to try to continue toward that state title. We talk some high school football. We do it next. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Volleyball opens play in the NCAA tournament this evening, plus our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes. It's all straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. After my first car accident, I feared the biggest damage would be to my wallet. I expected a mountain of bills and a long, drawn-out process. But my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent was there when I needed her and helped me get back on my feet and in my car in no time. Instead of a hassle, I got reassurance and a quick recovery. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfvinsurance.com to find an agent who's there when you need them most. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. The fifth-seeded Baylor volleyball team opens play in the NCAA tournament in the Farrell Center this evening. Baylor versus A&M Corpus Christi coming up tonight at 7. Today, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes, our guest on the Baylor Coaches Show last night, live from Rudy's. One of the subjects we talked with Mac about was did he expect this kind of success from Dave Aranda in his second season at Baylor? Yeah, I, I think, you know, realistically, you know, as, as I look back to remember back to the, the, the summer and all the, the conversations that, that Coach Aranda and I had, you know, I, I think there was an expectation to, to be bowl eligible and uh, to, you know, win six, seven, eight and thought that that could be very real. And, um, you know, and again, those, there's some uncontrollables there, injuries and all of those, those different things. But uh, we, we thought that was, that was realistic. But uh, to exceed those expectations and uh, to, you know, win, win 10 and, and, you know, beat some rivals like, like Texas at home and, and, uh, and uh, to beat, you know, OU at, at, at home, you know, those, those things probably 
exceeded exceeded expectations. And again, you know, I think we're we're all you know people that you know glass is is half full, um, but just trying to measure reality and, and coming off what was a really really hard year and, and not to make excuses but for a first time head coach right. to to walk into that and and uh you know really try to develop and and form relationships you know electronically through through zoom and and no spring practice and and uh you just it was hard to ever get your feet really planted and uh you know coach aranda said this um and uh, I, I know he said it publicly, but I, I think for so much of the year last year, he felt like a like a stepfather rather than than the father of the, the program. And I, I feel like that transitioned toward toward the end of the end of the year, where where uh, our, our student athletes, our young men, really began to, to to buy into who he was as a person first and foremost, and then uh, who he is as a as a coach and uh, in that trust level. That's Mac Rhodes from last night's Baylor Coaches Show, and that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision. Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. At the Good Feet Store, all it takes is a free fitting to see how our personally fit arch supports can help relieve your pain. Just listen to Pam. I walked all day in my cowboy boots. The pain from my back was killing me. Finally, I just tried the Good Feet Store. The gentlemen fit me with arch supports. They just helped me. Relief could be steps away. See for yourself with a free fitting and test walk at the Good Feet Store today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group. Highway 6 and Imperial, come by and see what makes them different. Cowboys on Thursday night football tonight versus the Saints. Cowboys should be at full strength tonight with the offense and get some help on defense with Demarcus Lawrence back on the D-line. Cowboys have lost their last five Thursday games. Kickoff at 7:20, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The college football playoff committee were unable to come to an agreement on the expansion of the playoffs. The talks were tabled for now. Major League Baseball locked out its players last night as the two sides could not come together. It's the first lockout since the 90s. First and second rounds of the NCAA Volleyball Championship in the Farrell Center today and tomorrow, starting with Northern Colorado versus Washington State, followed by Texas A&M Corpus Christi versus Baylor tonight at 7 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley show. 
ESPN Central Texas, of course, our title sponsor, Central National Bank. Love it, man. This time of year, they get Santa involved, and uh, you go out there, have your kids uh, see Santa, take some pictures. That happens uh, on the weekends. They get that thing going Fridays and Saturdays. Uh, glad to be joined right now by the broadcasters uh, for Crawford, 13-0 and Crawford, undefeated on the season and coming off a huge win over Italy is how we say that, I believe, and uh, gritty win as uh, my man Brian Fonville, Executive Vice President, describes it. Uh, Brian, uh, I want to welcome you and Tom to the air, and it's always fun when we have both of you on. And um, I have just gone back. Unfortunately, I didn't get it to Aaron in time, but, man, loved some of those calls in that game, especially late. And, uh, Tom, that's – that I, the 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 level of excitement you had there. Um, have you been able to recover this week? And have you paced your? Do you feel like you've uh, paced yourself enough to be ready for what's going to be a huge game uh, against uh, Marlin? I don't. I don't know, Matt. That's a good question. I I nearly hyperventilated on that last call. I think I got a lot more excited about it than, than even these Crawford guys did. But what a thrilling win and a win that really required Crawford to overcome significant injuries. And, man, Greg Jacobs, just what a great coach. He kind of had to put it together like MacGyver, you know, with the, all the tools. And he had a lot of young guys step up. But a big win. Can't wait for Friday night. Brian Fonville, can you eat, can you remember MacGyver? I mean, I'm Tom and I are about <laughs> the same age, so I can remember uh, Richard Dean, whatever that guy's name, Dean Ellis, or whoever played MacGyver. And then later it became McGruber. It's probably what you remember, uh, Fonville, on Saturday Night Live. Do you have any uh, memories of seeing MacGyver as a kid, or was that before your time? You know, I think that they used to play, like, reruns of that after Saved by the Bell or something. And I, I think I used to ask my mom, like, what, what is this show? <laughs> that's uh, that's kind of like when you are setting up your equipment out there. And Tom and Brian, y'all, y'all both are... You know, you got a piece of chewing gum. Actually, though, at Eminem Broadcasting, we send out wonderful equipment, and you guys have done a great job. And and I want to remind people, um, Star 104.9. Star 104.9 is where you can hear that broadcast. Tiger Field in Belton. And we, we, we had that game there so Tom could come in from Austin and just kind of hit that thing, and it's just it really convenient, and y'all could kind of meet halfway. I would say uh, – uh, guys, y'all been y'all spent some time in your lives in Belton. Great barbecue, great places to go. Y'all always seem to find the best restaurants. Where are you planning? Do you have a pregame meal scheduled? We, we don't have that set, settled yet. Uh, last uh, last couple of weeks, it's been what uh, uh, Buffalo Creek Barbecue uh, up in uh, near near uh, Cleburne, but uh, yeah. we don't have that settled yet. And I'll tell you, you know. For those in Waco, this game ought to be played in Waco. These are two Waco area, Super Centex, Elite 2A teams. This game should have been played in Waco, but, you know, the stadiums are all full. we got WISD Stadium hosting the TAP State Championship, Martin Chilton playing at Panther Stadium. I I hate that this game is not being played where it ought to be played in Waco, but it's just only about 35 miles down there to Belton, so people ought to come down there and see. These are two really good teams. 
Yeah, I I mean I feel like I I, I totally agree with you. Get that thing. Um, I, I just got to get that thing right by one of those stadiums, one of those beautiful stadiums out there. But you're right, they're hosting other things. And uh, I did I did see um, somebody sent me a text earlier. Uh, one of my friends from UBO, uh, one of our fine sponsors, that Live Oak Classical, the Falcons, that that varsity football um, man, they state champions today and that's i mean my goodness that's pretty uh that's pretty cool in that private six man so uh i i I love that kind of stuff and crawford of course is marching in that direction guys and and brian answer this one for me this team's been a little beat up as you said they were able to finish this thing without the quarterback without the running back those guys have been great playmakers running back goes down um, in this one, and they find a way to scrap this thing up. Where, where is the health of Crawford? Are you, uh, have you put your reporter's hat on, and, and what are you hearing, or what can you share with us? Well, uh, Matt, I've got my reporter's hat, and then I've got my other hat, which is I really want to stay in the good graces of Coach Greg Jacobs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I don't okay. know that uh, I, I fear I would fear for my – my safety if i maybe revealed something that i wasn't supposed to but okay but yeah i mean we'll, we'll see just... we we you know we don't know um we're, we're obviously very hopeful that that both of those guys will be out there but mm-hmm. we, we don't know i think what he wants you to say is just i think the best thing to say is neither one of them are going to play i think that's what coach really wants you to say <laughs> so i'll just say it for you luke torbert the uh, quarterback breck chambers the running back uh, as you get ready and you kind of start looking a little bit at this Marlin team, I man, seeing some of these numbers, this quarterback, that's scary. I mean, that, that, in high school, when somebody throws for over 3,000 yards, um, even when they do that, you don't expect the, 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 pa- the pass completion percentage to be up near 70, and you don't expect a, six, a 36 TD to four interception rate. You just don't. Even great quarterbacks we've seen over the years, I think of Rockwell teams, I think of Highland Park teams, I think of Ennis teams. Um, you just don't see that sort of uh, – those sorts of numbers. Uh, what what can Crawford do? Because they've had a really, really good defense. What's going to be the key uh, to, to slowing that quarterback, Desmond Woodson, down a little bit? Because those are, those are unbelievable numbers. They, they are unbelievable numbers, Matt. I mean, you look at this t- this Marlin team, and they've got two thousand yard receivers, and then a different guy is a thousand yard rusher, and they're, you know, they're led by this uh, number zero, Trajan Butler. He's got thirteen hundred and thirty three receiving yards, eighteen receiving touchdowns, twenty seven total touchdowns on the year. This guy is athletic. I, you know, about 20-something years ago, I saw Quan Cosby play a state title game for Mart at Texas Stadium, which doesn't exist anymore. And I, I don't know that they make human beings with Quan Cosby's speed anymore, but this guy, Trajan Butler, looks like the reincarnation of Quan Cosby. He is that electric. And, you know, that's not to speak of, of you know, Darian Gillette, who is their other, their second receiver, who has 1,326 yards. But this is definitely strength on strength because the Crawford defense is elite. Now, how they stop them, I don't know, but they usually find a way 
They haven't given up more than two touchdowns in any game all year. This ought to be a sensational game. I was living in Waco, man. I'd get down to Belton and watch these two teams play. I like that. I like that. If you're not, I mean, just listen to it on 104.9. It'll be like you're there uh, with Tom Nesbitt and Brian Fonville. And, uh, guys, uh, our beloved Baylor, Baylor Bears are playing the Oklahoma State Pokes. And, of course, I'll be all over that with Saturday morning. I know you guys will be listening. Central National Bank, a, a great sponsor for our uh, uh, the Baylor uh, Office of Baylor Alumni, our tailgate show that we do. And um, that's going to be fun. Do you guys, you feel good about it? I feel like, I feel like the mullet in OSU is good. But beating Baylor twice in a season seems like a tall order. OU did it. OU did it to the Bears two years ago. Um, I, I'll ask you, Tom, you're the elder statesman of you two, uh, as, uh, as Brian always points out to me. Do you uh, give, <laughs> give, me, give me your prediction for this one? I think Baylor's going to win this game, man. I mean, I, I have a lot of faith in Dave Aranda. Uh, because of him, I've read a lot of Dr. Seuss, like I was reading One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish, to try to glean some insight into what we're going to do. But I, I think Baylor, like you said, they're going to be hard to beat. Remember that two years ago when it was Oklahoma, what we got down to maybe our third-string quarterback in that game, and we may be down to our second-string quarterback. I don't know if that's been decided, but – I'm confident, and in either way, what a season for Dave Aranda and those guys, man. I love it. All right. Um, I tell you, it's hard to believe. I wish we could just – I'm going to see if um, – I'm going to see if we can add a third line and get Joe on. You know Joe has some thoughts <laughs> on all this. I've noticed Joe's been out there on Twitter. He's, he's retweeting, liking some things. We had a guy on from OU, an OU guy earlier today named Eddie Radosevich, and uh, – yeah, take a peek at that one, Tom. Fonville found this photo of him, and I think just because of the photo, people have gone crazy over that tweet. Like, I, it's been liked over 100 times or whatever. So, anyway, guys, we're going to look forward to the call tomorrow night and know uh, wherever I am in the world tomorrow night, I will be kind of on the app. Uh, Syntex, uh, well, actually, 104.9. Let me think about this. I'll, fi- I'll put that out later, guys. I'll find the app that people can listen to it, and, uh, and that'll be very exciting. Good luck on the call, and good luck to Crawford. Let's go win a state title, guys. Thank you, Matt. We appreciate it. Thanks, Matt. You bet. There they go. I don't, Aaron, I don't think they knew quite what to say to me at the end. I gave them such a rousing, let's go win a state title. I think Tom and... Aaron, I mean, I think uh, Tom and Brian were just kind of like bowled over. Like, well, and I do please. have, yeah, I forgot I do have that call. <laughs> I was going to meant to play oh, it coming you? back. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I'll tell you what. Why don't we play it when we come back? Um, do we? Is it almost time for the dismount? It is. <laughs> okay. All right. We have to say goodbye coming up soon, and we'll we'll also let you hear that great call from Crawford's win over Italy. That's next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire Mid Temple's home for sports for 15 years. 
Clayton Construction supports the administration, faculty, staff, and student body of Crawford Independent School District. They encourage fans to support the Crawford student-athletes by attending the games and being vocal supporters of the Pirates and Lady Pirates. Next time you're considering a new metal building, a barn dominium, septic tank installation, or concrete rock or dirt work, contact Clayton Construction for a free estimate. 254-420-8485. Good luck, Crawford Pirates, in the state UIL football playoffs. The Real Texas Gun Show returns Saturday, December 4th and Sunday, December 5th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at our shows. They have plenty of guns of all types and ammo to go with it. The variety at the shows is extensive, and oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show is so much more than just guns. You'll also find hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and much, much more. So come on down to the Real Texas Gun Show December 4th, 9 to 5, and December 5th, 10 to 4 at the Harker Hot Event Center. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Black Friday, it gets all the attention, but what about Truck Friday? Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and we say enough is enough. Cologne for Christmas? What, do you want to smell nice when you hit a deer? I'll take a grill guard for 100 bucks off instead. If your wife is thinking about getting you some slippers for Christmas because your feet look cute with bunny ears, you better put the brakes on that and send her to Pickup Outfitters. We got a truckload of specials for Truck Friday. Free installation on all bed covers purchased at Pickup Outfitters. Hard folding bed covers as low as $8.99. $300 off ranch hand front bumpers. $150 off ranch hand rear bumpers. $100 off any ranch hand or frontier grill guard. $50 off any toolbox. $100 off RKI heavy duty toolboxes. A complete list of specials is in our showroom. Truck Friday is eight days only from Friday, November 26th through Saturday, December 4th. Pick up Outfitters 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco on the web at createacommotion.com slash truck Friday. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to 5 years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Security Bank of Crawford, member FDIC and equal housing lender. Clock runs 20 seconds, 19 seconds, fourth down, fourth and 10. This is going to be the cannot game. stop the clock. 13, 12, 11, 10. Saxon in the shotgun. Eight seconds now. He's got the snap. Play action. Looking to the left side. He's got a man. Now he looks to the right side. He's going to have to run it. Clock, time expires. Last play of the game. Looking for the end zone. Incomplete. Crawford will win. Crawford wins 20 to 13. Crawford will advance to the fourth round of the Class 2A Division I Championship. 
It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show. A great call, call right there, 104.9, um, the star. And uh, that was uh, that was fun. That was uh, Tom Nesbitt on the call. You could hear a little bit of Brian Fonville. He does the color. And those guys did a great job. We just had them on the air. And uh, Tom, Brian did a good job. What you have to do, even though you you get excited as a as an analyst, you got to let the play by play get the get the uh, the call out clean. And so Brian did a great job of kind of laying out there and kind of letting the moment breathe a little bit. And uh, that was nice. It was very very nice the way those fellas handled that. If they don't watch it, if they don't watch it. They're going to get asked to, like, do games every single Friday, okay? It won't just be the Crawford uh, playoff run, which is which is fun enough. But uh, I'm telling you, man, these guys are on a roll. And uh, ESPN Central Texas, Tom Barfield, kind of the dean of local uh, play-by-play guys, I think he has noticed. And he may even be ready to give those guys a promotion. I don't want to speak for Tom. I, I think Tom would prefer I didn't do that. But uh, Aaron, I just I like I like hearing that call. That was good. Really good day today. Uh, Eddie Radosevich from uh, Sooner Scoop and uh, talking to Oklahoma search. And then I saw Aaron. He's now he's now like uh, like at the Regents meeting, like at the back of the room uh, with some kind of like uh, you know he's doing a little report. So Eddie's good at balancing. Mostly he does humor, but also. You heard him, Aaron, like he's kind of a normal-sounding good reporter. He's just a funny guy. And you can follow him on Twitter at Eddie. Well, I think it's Ratto. I'd have to look again. I think it's at Eddie underscore Ratto. All right, also John Mashoda. Remember, Cowboys play tonight. And then we'll react to it tomorrow. Cowboys at the Saints. It happens in just a little more than an hour. I want everybody to have a great evening. We will see you tomorrow at... Four o'clock. Good night. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz.